fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty how silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Hurry, big fellow. Oh, Silver. Jeff Atkins never knew exactly why he quit a faro game and walked to the front door of the Granada Saloon. Being a professional gambler, Jeff instinctively played hunches. And on that particular day, something told him to watch the arrival of the westbound stage. At first, he was only mildly interested in the usual passenger baggage from the driver. Then, suddenly, he noticed a tall, hawk-nosed man wearing a black frock coat. At that moment, Jeff knew the answer. The stranger walking toward him was Bart Slade. Say, uh, I wonder if you can tell me where I'll find a tin horn name. Oh, you're him. Ain't you Jeff Atkins? That's right. Uh-huh. Maybe you don't remember me. I've been five years running you down. Got a score to settle. I remember you, Slade. The score you're talking about was settled a long time ago. By the law. Not my kind of law. I hear you got this town sewed up. Got everybody believing you're a real gambler. What do you want? Let's go inside. Hmm. So this is the Granada. Pretty fancy layout. Plenty of folks around to... All right, Tinhorn, this is a showdown. Now fill your hand. Hey, look, 
No use trying to crowd me into a gunfight, Slade. I'm not armed. I should have known a white-livered Jasper like you would quit packing the gun. Kind of changed your habits, ain't you? That's my business. Yeah? Well, get this, Tinhorn. I'm staying in this town, see? And you'll either call my hand or I'll show you up for the sneaking bunch quitter you really are. I'll put that in your deck and deal it. Fetterman. Who is that, Amber Jeff? Just someone I used to know back east. Well, it's a shame he caught you without your shooting iron. Here, take mine. Next time he blows off... No, can... no thanks, Al. I don't own a gun or carry one. What? You mean you've been working here for me for almost two years and you haven't... I do my work with cards. I don't like guns or what they're used for. Well, a man's got to protect himself. Not let a proddy gent like the one who just walked out of here get away with murder. Say, has he got something on you? Uh, no. No, he hasn't. Uh, see you later, Fetterman. Jeff? Martha. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. I rode in from the ranch to buy a few things, and I thought before I went back we might... Jeff, what's wrong? Nothing. Well, that is nothing much. You look worried, upset. What is it? Well, if you're going home, Martha, maybe I'll ride a little ways with you. I need the air. Of course. My horse is here at the rack, right next to yours. Steady, boy. Steady. Come on, boy. Get up there. enough. Something's wrong, Jeff. Don't you want me to know? Yes. suppose you might as well know it now as later on. What? That I'm afraid. I'm a coward. There's nothing I can do about it. What do you mean, Jeff? Well, a man named Bart Slade came in town this afternoon. Five years ago, I killed his brother. Shot the boy down in cold blood. When I realized what I'd done, I swore I'd never touch another gun. That never again would I squeeze a trigger and have to watch somebody crumple and fall. Dead. Yes, I, I've known how you felt about killings. Is this Bart Slade here for revenge? Well, I suppose so. He's trying to crowd me into a fight. And I'm more afraid of handling a gun than I am of his bullets. <laughs> This doesn't make sense, but, well, that's the way I feel. Jeff, how did it happen, the time you shot Slade's brother? Mm, nothing unusual about it, except for the way it affected me. I was working in a gambling house in Omaha. The boy's name was Lenny. I think he was a few years younger than Bart. I didn't know either of them, but one night the place was crowded. I was dealing a stud game. Dealer's pair of queens bets a hundred dollars. What do you say, gents? That's oh, too much for me. Turn an ace. No, I'm out. Well, I'm not. That small pair I've got on the board sees you a hundred bucks, Mr. Tinhorn. And ups it a hundred more. All right. There it is. And here comes your last card. Wait a minute. 
All gamblers are crooked if you give them a chance. You'd better play your cards. I don't want any trouble. Sure you don't, as long as you're winning the money. How do I know I'm getting a square deal? Because that's the only way I play, mister. Hey, Lenny. Yeah, Bart. I know how to check on the critter. I'll move around there and stand right behind him. And you'll deal him right or else. Yeah, yeah, good idea. That's my big brother standing behind you, Tin Horn. Now deal. Here they come. A seven. Pairs me. That makes two of them. I drew out on him. I drew out. The queen to the dealer. Three queens. Three, Three queens. queens. Why, you dirty double dealer car chop. I'm going to take that gun away, you fool. I'll let him up, you Lenny. Up the floor, boys. Let's go. You got him, Jeff. Dusted the Omni Plum Center. And the kid shot went wild. Oh, no, I couldn't. I mean, my gun. All right, didn't... stand back. Let me out that murdering tin. Somebody grab Bart Slade. Hold him. Hold him. Don't yeah. him going wild. Yeah. I'll, I'll go get the sheriff. We all saw what happened. It wasn't Jeff Atkins' fault. The young Slade kid pulled his gun first. Just a plain case of self-defense. Yeah. Nothing for you to worry about, Jeff. But you better stay out of sight for a few days till Bart cools off. We'll square everything with the law. It was a mistake. I didn't... The kid got what was coming to him. Better duck out of here now, Jeff. Use that side door. Yes. All right. This gun, I don't see how I could have shot... Hey, Injun, did you see what happened? No. Tonto not see. Me come in when me hear shots. Oh. Well, I didn't try to kill him. I mean, I never killed anybody before and... Here, take this gun. I never want to see another gun as long as I live. Ah, me take it. That's all there was to it. Next day, the sheriff cleared me of all charges. I left Omaha, worked in Denver for a little while. Then I came out here. Well, if you're shot in self-defense, Jeff, it wasn't a crime. Well, that isn't important. In fact, I was so confused, I don't even remember shooting at all. But the boy died, and I killed him. I've never been able to touch a gun since that night. I'm a coward. <laughs> There's no use to deny it. Who was the Indian you gave your gun to that night? I don't know. I never saw him again. You're not a coward, Jeff. I know you're well, not. I am as far as guns are concerned. This is a problem I'll just have to work out for myself, Martha. Some way. You're still coming out to the ranch tomorrow night to talk to Dad. I hope so. I'll be there if it's humanly possible. Goodbye, honey. Get up, boy. Jeff, wait, I... Almost sundown when the Lone Ranger and Tonto pulled their horses to a halt near Plainsville. Oh, who's I'll wait here, Tonto, and make camp. You ride on into town. Ah. Let's hope our search for Jeff Atkins is almost over. You'll uh, recognize him, won't you? Uh-huh. Tonto will know, young fella. Good. I several of the cafes. He might be working in one of them. If you find him, ask him to come on out here. I'd rather talk in private. Ah, me do it. Get him up, Scout. You Hal Fetterman, boss of this place? Yep. Now, what's on your mind, mister? Slade's the name. Bart Slade. I came back to see that yellow-livered tinhorn that works for you. Jeff Atkins? Yeah. He's not here. 
Doesn't open his game until 10 o'clock. Any idea where I'd find him now? No, I don't know. One of the boys said he saw Jeff right out of town with Martha Ives. What's that mean? Well, her pa owns a double dot spread south of town. Maybe Jeff was taking her home. That's what he does most every day. Mm-hmm. South of town, huh? Thanks. Say, uh, I saw you crowding Atkins today. What's the idea? One of my own. Well, um... Hey, engine, what are you doing in here? We don't sell drinks to Redskins. No, me not one drink. Me go now. Steady, Scout, steady, fella. Get him up, Scout! Oh, oh, there. Oh, oh, steady. Oh, fellas, oh, steady. Oh, Lord Slade. What do you want? Slide out of that saddle. We're going to have a little confab. If you want to kill me, why don't you go ahead and shoot? I don't carry a gun. You found that out this afternoon. Listen, Atkins. When I kill you, it's going to be legal shooting. Just like Lenny's. With plenty of witnesses. Well, then why waylay me out here? Because I want to find out a few things. And I'm going to keep on prodding you until... Somebody coming. You know who it is? Why ask me? I'm telling you, Tinhorn. Just keep that brown quiet and sit there till they go by. Don't try to talk. Come on, fella. It'll be the last thing you'll try. You understand? Yeah, I understand. We find him, Kimosabi. This him. You? Well, you're the Indian Not who... I've been trailing you for a long time, Jeff. How did you know my... Mast, what's the idea? We have something that belongs to you. We'd like to return it. Why don't you ride back to our camp with us? No, I can't. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd rather stay here. Any particular reason? No. No, it's just that... What? Behind you, watch out, he's got a gun! Back of the tree, move, Tuttle. Uh-huh. Yes, Fort, you sneaking tie-up! <laughs> The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Now to continue our story. In the first split second of his realization that they were being ambushed, the Lone Ranger's hands moved like a streak of lightning toward his holstered guns. And as silver bullets began to probe the tangled underbrush hiding Bart Slade, the masked man shot at the taunto. Hold your fire, Tonto. I think he's used that cover to make a getaway. Listen. Ah, uh, we trail him, Kimasabi? No, it doesn't matter very much. Bart Slade won't be hard to find. Say, how did you know that was Slade? Tonto heard him talking to someone in town. He asked where you'd gone. But how... I mean, where did you come from? Why should an outlaw and an Indian risk their lives for me? I told you we wanted to return something that belongs to you. It's uh, in your saddlebag, Tonto. Ah, uh, um, me get it here. Uh, uh, here. What? Here. What's the gun I gave you that night in Omaha? Ah, uh, you take it? No, 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 I don't want to touch it. It's not mine anyway. I gave it to you. What's the matter, Jeff? Well, it's something an outlaw wouldn't understand. I hate guns. That's so? No. No, the real truth is I'm afraid of them. 
don't know why I should tell you all this, but... Well, what difference does it make? A gambler who's a coward isn't much use to anybody. Even himself. Hmm. I think I understand. You're riding back to town, Jeff. I'd like you to stop at our camp for a few minutes. Camp? What for? I want to hear your side of the story. So far, all I know is what I've discovered about Bart Slade. Then, maybe we can figure something out. Where's your Al Hoot friends, Tin Horn? Why don't you bring them back with you? I never discussed my friend. Make a draw, you sniveling yellow back. Sorry, Slade, my business is stud, not draw. You like to play a few hands? Why, you... Sure, I'll play. And I'll either make you dig for money or go for your gun. Maybe. Sit down. Within a few hours, there developed the most tense game of two-handed poker Plainsville had ever seen. The heavy, smoke-filled air was dead and lifeless. Every man in a large crowd of onlookers was watching the two players... No one noticed a grave-faced Indian who stood at the edge of the crowd. As time went on, it became apparent that Jeff Atkins was losing steadily. All of his skills seemed useless against the luck of Bart Slade. Finally, the young gambler spun his last double eagle onto the table. Calling me, huh? All right, gambler. Here comes your last card. I... <laughs> Imagine that. My hand kind of slipped, I guess. Yeah. A pretty clumsy attempt to deal from the bottom. So you think I'm cheating? Want to make something out of it? No, Bart. You've been doing it all night. I thought I could beat you because I'm a better card player. But it didn't work out that way. I'm finished. Game's all over. Why, you yellow... If you think I'm cheating, why don't you fight? I don't want to fight. <clears throat> Good night, gentlemen. Well, I'll... <laughs> How do you like that, Fetterman? That's your gambling man talking. No, it isn't. You're through with the Granite Atkins. If you won't fight when you're cheated out of your own money, I don't want you handling mine. Get out. <laughs> Evidently, advice from an outlaw doesn't apply to a gambler. It was late that night after he had slept all day that a bitter and discouraged Jeff Atkins rode out to the Double Dot Ranch to see Martha Ives. I came to tell you I'm leaving. I'm going away. Oh, no, Jeff, you can't do I've that. I've got to. I'm broke and nobody in town has any use for me since I let Bart Slade... I thought you were a gambler, Jeff. A real, honest gambler. I am, but... Then you should be able to understand better than anyone else that once you quit fighting, you never win. Fight? <laughs> With what? The nerve I know you have... Plus my confidence and trust. I don't want to let you down, Martha, but Then go I... into the house and talk to Dad. You promised to do that. I... All right. I'll wait for you. Right here. Jeff Atkins, what are you doing here? Mr. Ives, I promised Martha and I promised myself I'd ask you a question. The answer's no. I heard about what happened last night and if you think I'm going to loan any money... I don't want to borrow yellow... money... I'd like your permission to marry Martha. What? You let yourself be crowded into a corner by some eastern gunslinger, lose all your money, let every man in town call you yellow, and then you want to marry my daughter? Well, that's partly true, Mr. Ives. Yeah, you're I... nothing but a measly crawfish and coward. 
spunk to even carry a gun. Get out of here, Atkins. Get out of my house. Oh, well. Jeff. You heard what he said, Martha. I couldn't help but hear. What are you going to do? Give up? I don't know. I may have to. But first, I'm going to search for an outlaw who wears a black mask. And then, you know, who has a gun that belongs to me. Goodbye, Martha. Wait a minute, Stand Jeff. Up. I... Get up there. Oh, Jeff, I... I... hope you'll excuse me for overhearing what we just said. Oh, masked. Where did you come from? Standing at the end of the porch. I followed Jeff out here. But why? I... I mean, who I are... gave him some advice yesterday evening, and it didn't work out so well. Advice? You must be the outlaw. That's right. Now, Jeff's in a pretty tough spot. But I think the three of us, if we work together, can help him. Three? You, your father, and I. Dad wouldn't... I mean... I'm sure he will. But most of the help will have to come from you. I, I don't understand. We haven't much time, so I'll explain as quickly as I can. Eyes go to the cafe, Tonto. Ah, him there now. Slate, fella. Beat him plenty bad in poker game. Oh, I was afraid of that. Are they still playing? Ah. Then it's time for us to give the gun to Jeff Atkins. Uh, Kimasabi, me not savvy. You know Slate, fella, bad crook. And why not turn him over to Lawman? We can do that any time, Tonto. The important thing is to help Jeff Atkins help himself. Come on, we'll walk to the hotel. No one will see us if we go in the back way. Uh -uh. Uh, Miss Martha. Yes, what is it? Uh, your pa's in the big poker game over at the Granada. Yes, I heard about it. Is he losing? Well, kind of looks that way. Here, he sent you this note. Oh, thank you. Wait a minute, I'll write an answer. Here. Give this to my father. Yes. There, that's proof of it, Martha. Bart Slade's got your dad just where he had me. I shouldn't have left town this afternoon. Never listened to Wait, you. Wait, Jeff. I, I think I hear someone at the back door. Oh, thank heaven. I, I was afraid you had forgotten. No danger of that. Hello, Jeff. Have you heard about Martha's father? Now we're worse off than ever. Not if you listen to something I have to tell you. What? Give me that gun, fellow. Ah. Uh -huh. Here. Isn't that the same... When Tonto first told me what happened that night in Omaha, I investigated Bart Slade and his brother Lenny. Well, what is that? I discovered that Bart had been double-crossing his brother for years. He was afraid Lenny would find it out. I don't understand. So he murdered him, and you took the blame. You mean... That Bart fired the shot that killed Lenny. You didn't. Oh, Jeff. But how? My gun. Here it is, still jammed. Just the way you gave it to Tonto that night. That means that I didn't... You spent five years being afraid of something that doesn't exist. It never has. Well, I... To think I let a crooked murderer like Bart Slade bluff me and to... to give me that gun. Wait for me, Martha. Oh, he's going over to the Granada. You said the gun was still jammed. He, he didn't understand that part of it. Don't He'll worry. Tonto be... and I have already arranged a hideout in the back room over there. We'll be able to watch everything that goes on. But how will that if be? there's any shooting done, I'll do most of it. Adios. <laughs> just walked in. Yeah, but if he's got any idea of helping old man Ives, he's too late. Slade's cleaned them. Cleaned them. 
Jeff, what are you doing here? Well, if it ain't the kid gambler himself. Come in to watch your girl's father get the same thing you got? I came to call your bluff, Barnes. You wanted a gunfight? Well, here it is. Boom, my arm! Did you see that? Jeff shot the gun out of his hand, then plugged him in the arm. I'm going to telegraph the sheriff in Omaha, Slade. I'll tell him you confessed to killing your brother. Is that right? Or do you want... No, 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 don't shoot. I'll do anything you say. Jumping Juniper! Did you gents see Jeff handle his shooting iron? Just like Grease Lightning. He's going to be my son. Come on, Slade. We're turning you over to the law. I'll get going. Atkins, I sure owe you an apology. Take your old job back. Well, thanks for the offer, Hal, but Martha and I have decided to live on the ranch. Sure there. Couldn't run the place without him. And say, that reminds me. Martha, soon as I gather up the money that crooked Slade tried to cheat me out of, I'll pay off on your bet. Bet? What do you mean? Well, Martha answered a note of mine. Said she'd bet a thousand dollars you'd come a-running if I was really in trouble... Of course, I didn't figure you'd handle that shooting iron like you did. It was mighty fine, Jeff, mighty fine. Uh, I've got a confession to make, Mr. I. Yeah, what's that? I, uh, I didn't realize until I walked in here that my gun wouldn't work. It's been jammed for five years. Jammed? <laughs> Jeff, my boy, if I could shoot like you do, I'd jam all my guns. No, no, you don't understand. It really wasn't me. Jeff? What is it, Martha? Come here. Well, what do you want? Don't explain it to Dad, Jeff. You're everything he thinks you are anyway. Let's keep it a secret, just between the three of us. Three? You, me, and the Lone Ranger. Copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated.